When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Hello, Andrew Farmer. Hi, Anna Dresden. And welcome to <laughs> Scary Stories, stories to, to Tell on the pod. pod. I feel like there were words missing from that. <laughs> and I'm it's, just trusting that people like us enough that we can have this sort of um, casual intro. Yeah, I think we've we've entered into sort of, I think, a, hopefully a grace period. Yeah. Um, but this is a podcast all about scary stories, urban legends, spooky things that make you go, whoa. Oh, oh. I didn't expect to feel this way today. I'm going to feel bad about this later. Yeah. Um. And Anna and I are n- again in the same room, but this time on a different coast. We're in LA. Los Angeles. Would you believe? Could you believe it? Great place to raise your hot kids. <laughs> Anna's here for truly 24 hours. So I'm flying in and flying out, which is a thing that people do. Yeah. And I can't tell you how I'm carrying myself differently because that's something that I'm doing. <laughs> I, like, have the urge to treat people poorly <laughs> because I understand this is a cool thing. I don't. I'm, like, friendly. I'm fine. Oh, no. I think <laughs> once you – if you're in L.A. for 24 hours, nothing ca- nothing you do to someone else counts. You can be you can be yeah. mean and horrible. Um, I think you get away with one spit in the eye. But really? One. Yeah. I wouldn't trust my aim. Mm. If they would kneel down first. <laughs> I could do it. If you could spit in your hand and then press that against someone's eye. Yeah, but it has to be their eyeball. It yeah, can't be fully open. It can't be like the area of the eye. <laughs> I need to touch retina. Um, you know what I just realized? What's that? So Anna was saying that she's staying in a hotel called The Dream. The Dream Hotel. Dream Hollywood. The Dream which Hollywood. Which is really the sort of thing you'd buy on a t-shirt that you'd <laughs> buy at the mall. Isn't there a scary story called The Dream and it takes place in a hotel? Yes. <gasps> that the, one is so scary. Yeah. It's a little similar to maybe you'll remember, so I'm spacing it out. But that one yeah. has one of the scariest illustrations, which I believe is in the movie. Heavily featured in the movie, yes. And that was where I first learned the phrase beady little eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's it is Also, that was a super successful transition from illustration to like. Oh, my God. I, I can't believe how well that was done and how eerie it is. Um, did yeah. you see the movie? That's, I did. That's I what did. you did. I, I still haven't seen it. I know. I look forward to when it comes out on, um, I was about to say DVD, but I don't think that's a... It do- I think it'll come out on Blu-ray, which I think is the same thing Yeah, as we can DVD. just order it. We can just order it on Amazon and it'll no, go... No, I want a VHS of it. <laughs> I think they should sell limited run VHS I do it. think we... And you can feel whatever way you want to, gentle listeners, about this, but I do feel like we are headed for a time... When there are like uh, um, like nostalgic stores that sell VHSs and and v, uh, VCRs that you can like rent. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Which is funny because that's how it it started was that right. you would rent the 
VHS player from the video store. I know. Because they were too expensive to own on your own. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. <sighs> Imagine great. a time. Yeah. Um, and I, I know we've talked about like looking at VHS covers and how frightening they are. It would They were in horror aisles in like the 90s and 80s. Yes. I remember – I remember Matt Rogers saying that he used to look at the Shining cover and huh. it was just Shelley Duvall's face screaming. Oh. And he was like, I didn't know what it was about, but that image was enough to to like repel me from the horror aisle forever, which I think is very funny. Oh, he's correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very scary. It's a scary image. Um, but yeah, so I'm staying at the Dream Hollywood and I there just found out that there's a rooftop pool. I was hanging out in my room all day. <laughs> Uh, and then went up and was like, it was all like the most hot women in the world mm-hmm. and the ugliest, oldest men <laughs> swimming laps. And I was like the exact dead center between the two groups. <laughs> I was like, perhaps we are not so different. <laughs> perhaps both sides can come together with respect and friendship and brotherhood. Um, uh, you're like the end of the dark crystal where like the two different species of things like become one and oh. the whole issue was that they were separated. Spoiler. Well, no, that's the original. <laughs> that's like 1980 something. I haven't seen it. That oh, was really? not a part of my childhood. I feel like you would love it. I don't know. It, I think it's one of those things that if you don't see it as a kid. I think it's just that it's so strange. It occupies such a weird – there's a lot of like like kind of like old – old wenchy kind of Muppets that are really creepy. And then there are um, Skeksis, which are like uh, evil bird, <laughs> evil bald birds. Okay. Yeah. That Am I, I selling like. it? Yeah, you're selling it. <laughs> Skeksis. Ish Skeksy. I'm um, too Skeksy for this film. For my bird. Um, <laughs> that, honestly, get to the nostalgia store and sell that as a t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I'm too Skeksy. <gasps> that has to exist. I don't think it does. Wow. Well... Let's get on it. I'm searching my mind and I haven't thought of it. I definitely <laughs> saw The Dark Crystal as a um, child in my like cousin's basement for mm-hmm. like a second, but was too young to understand. Yeah. It's um, I was as a kid felt like it was very adult. Like I think I appreciate it more now than I did as a kid. I think as a kid, I was sort of like this is there are these creatures called podlings, which mm-hmm. are kind of just like I always felt like they look sort of like uh, Gene Hack, not Gene Hackman, Gene Wilder as he got older. They're sort of like wide-eyed and little and they have like wispy feathery hair. Not a fan. And their whole function is that they get the essence sucked out of them and then they turn into like zombie versions of themselves. That really scared me. Yeah. That's their whole function? I mean it's like then I think some of them get saved but the Skeksis drain the essence from podlings. Sir? (laughs) Do you need help? (laughs) The the Skeksis suck the essence from podlings. It's just someone sitting like – cross-legged with an open suitcase putting clothes into this Q train will go no further <laughs> until everyone repeats after me oh my god <laughs> um, um but no so so I'm so glad that you're here I'm so glad that we're here yeah we're here with Chelsea yes Chelsea a producer for today producer seen um, us through <laughs> us through the most stressful of uh, remote recordings we did with complete aplomb and the most serenity the most disorienting day of my life. <laughs> um, I'm so happy to not be in Edinburgh. What a Yay. bad city. Um, Welcome back. No, it's great. I had a bad time, but I'm glad that I went. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
that's really good. I think that should be your merch. I had a bad time, but I'm glad that I came. That's usually the thing. Because yeah. there's something in me. I'm like those rat or the mice with the um, toxoplasmosis where they run towards cats. Yeah. Like that's me. But for like isolating, eating dairy, like I want the thing that's going to make me feel worse. Yeah. But I do take myself out of that because it is better for me. Yeah. But I always want to be in my room isolating. But then so being anywhere is very painful. It hurts my skin. But then I go home and I'm like, oh, a memory. I've made a memory. <laughs> um, but I'm so excited to be here on our spooky podcast. Thanks to everyone who's listening. Yeah. Tell, and thanks for telling your friends. It's it's a phenomenon. It's happening. Yeah. And thanks for sending us the spooky things that have happened to you on Instagram and Twitter. Um, now they are our dark passengers. Yes. I will also say that after I finally listened to Matt Gehring's story on our Urban Legisode oh, yeah. from a few weeks back, and I'm proud to report I did not have any experience that I, night. Thankfully, most people have reported back that, that they did not have uh, the demon come into their room that turned their light red and whispered horrible things into their ear. I have had a couple people say that they did wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, much like I did, and then stared at the light outside their window and could not tell whether it had turned uh, red or not. Um, and then there were a couple of people who were like, I have sleep paralysis and I got sleep paralysis the night after Aww. I listened to it. But also I feel like that's a pre-existing condition. Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Um, Kay McGrady texted me to say, oh, yeah, uh, nothing bad happened. The I did wake up to a red light, but that was it. And I was like, no, yes, something right. happened. When I saw that, <laughs> when I saw that, I go like, hey, I think maybe the demon came. Yeah, nothing happened. I mean, a demon whispered in my ear <laughs> and there was a light. But like, but besides I, that. But I could like walk around. Like I still got up and made breakfast. Yeah. The sheets were pulled off of me <laughs> by a demon who was saying, I'm a demon as he was doing it. <laughs> Um, um, Anna, you are reading a scary story. I'm today. reading a scary story this this day, and I'm not reading one of my favorite ones. I am reading one though that I feel uh, helps to flesh out this um, universe. Mm. That was one that I never really I th- always thought was dumb as a kid, and I I'll say it. I think it's dumb now, <gasps> but I do think it's important to read. Wow. Okay. Um. Yeah, but the it's good. Yeah. So the name of the story it's from the first book, Scary Stories Still in the Dark, by. Alvin Schwartz and illustrations by Stephen Gamble. The story is called Me Tai Doti Walker, oh, um, which feels like a racial slur that one kind of Irish person would say against another kind of Irish person. <laughs> I know. Yeah, this is this is very much kind of um, east and west coast of Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where every night a bloody head fell down the chimney. At least that's what people said. That I feel like is my favorite opening line of any one of these stories. And I would consider getting it tattooed in an inconspicuous place in my body. Yeah, like uh, back of ankle. Yeah, back of ankle. It's the kind of thing that looks cool now, but it would fade really fast. (laughs) Um, At least that's what people said. Yeah, it's just it's telling you what it is. It doesn't fuck around. No, here's where we're going. It's not like author's note like it just is like there was a haunted house and a head fell down okay heads up yeah maybe (laughs) um so nobody would stay there overnight then a rich man offered two hundred dollars to whoever would do it (laughs) this is a new paragraph (laughs) two hundred dollars is a lot i think we need to eat the rich this is great like like for why sir turn use that hundred dollars in this time which i think would probably be a lot of money and turn it into like a rec center for kids just get like don't oh 
I don't know. And this boy said he would try it if he could have his dog with him. Like, way to drive a hard bargain. Of course, you can have your <laughs> dog. Wait a minute. I'm now remembering that this story does have a dead dog in it, yeah, I think. Um, I, I, I can't believe I. It. It's because I forgot. And I now hate this story. Um, <laughs> I hate it more. You know what? I picked a story I don't like be- for you to, to tell you what you need to hear. Um, fuck this story. Okay. So it was all settled. That's like such a bargain. Yeah. The very next night, the boy went to the house with his dog. You know, for the purpose of the story, we'll just pretend dog is cat. And then it's like, <laughs> no, because I like. It's, what, what's, um, a pet, what's a pet that you could. Uh, a uh, uh, conservative ferret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, this, but ferrets are. This carrot. This carrot. This carrot. It's his carrot. It's a carrot. He brought his pet carrot. <laughs> he said, I'm bringing my pet dog. Is that okay? And they looked and it was a carrot. And they were like, yeah, you can bring your dog. Like, is, is, is Kyle okay? Like, I don't the know. Accident? <laughs> I made my business. I have my millions in the railroads. <laughs> now I live in a hole. Okay. It's a, it's okay. a carrot. It's a carrot. The very next night, the boy went to the house with his carrot. To make it more cheerful, he started a fire in the fireplace. God, that is bleak. You know what really cheer this place up? A fire. You know, like it just implies a lot. In the fireplace. I don't think children should have skills. I don't (laughs) like that this boy can build a fire. I don't don't think children should be capable of anything. (laughs) Then he sat in front of the fire and waited, and his carrot waited with him. For a while, nothing happened. But a little after midnight... He heard someone singing. I just realized how big of a character the dog is. (laughs) I think it's just a character. (laughs) For a while, nothing happened. But a little after midnight, he heard someone singing softly and sadly off in the woods. Mm -hmm. The singing sounded something like this. Me, Ty, Doty, Walker. It's just someone singing, the boy told himself, but he was frightened. Then his carrot answered the song. Softly and sadly, it sang... Linchy kinchy kali mali dingo dingo. It's just like a a soup of racial slurs against no one. The boy could not. (laughs) It does kind of sound like um, what an Irish person would think an Italian person was saying. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know, this feels like it could have caused some fights in Brooklyn. Chicken, chicken, punch. <laughs> Racial brawl. Um, the boy could not believe his ears. His carrot had never uttered a word before. Then a few minutes later, he heard the singing again. Now it was closer and louder, but the words were the same. Me, Ty, Doty, Walker. This time, the boy tried to stop his carrot from answering. He was afraid that whatever, whoever was singing would hear it and come after them. But his carrot paid no attention. And that again, idea scared me. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. yes. No, no, no. Go. Uh, that idea scared me as a kid. And now the th- concept that if you were singing, if you heard someone singing and then you sang the next lyrics of the song, that they would be like, I'm going to get whoever. Ooh, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. That the hair just me. stood up on the back of my neck. That's yeah. scary. Yeah. If you're participating in a duet, that is a binding contract. Right. It, why would Why would someone want to hurt you? Because you also enjoyed the same song. I don't know. It's it is very scary. The fact that they're like coming from the woods and singing at night is frightening. It's also, I think about it, it's just like a head floating through the forest to sing the song and that scares me. I know. It's like, how can you sing supportive when you don't have a lungs? Okay. 
Um, I'm also not going to sing because singing in front of other people is one of my last greatest fears. Oh. Wow. This time, okay, uh, whoever singing would hear it and come after them. But his carrot paid no attention. And again, it sang, Linchy, kinchy, kali, mali, dingo, dingo. A half hour later, the boy, this is like a weird amount of time to pass. Yeah, he didn't leave. A few minutes and then a half hour. Okay. Half hour later, the boy heard the singing again. Now it was in the backyard. And the song was the same. Me, Ty, Doty, Walker. Again, the boy tried to keep his carrot quiet, but the carrot sang out louder. It's hard to keep a, a dog quiet. Yeah, no, you can't. It's you can't a, close. Their mouths are too long. You have to give it a hand bone. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you can distract it. You can't Good quiet point. the dog down. Or what do you do? Like surprise them? Yeah, I guess a food, like a, a they make these like Kongs. You mm. stuff a Kong full of treats. That distracts them. Oh. But the dog has to agree to the contract of participating <laughs> in the Kong. Yeah. It do, it's not like a a one and done. When my dog, I think when we, how we would stop my dog from barking sometimes is we would make this weird whistle sound. We go like, <gasps> you know that one? You did that? Yeah. And then, uh, and then Grit would be like, what? Like every single, we did it dozens of times. And oh every single God, time he'd be Grit. like, I can't believe, like. He just would not understand and he would just, whatever he was doing, he'd stop and just I'm, be. It's an incredible sound. I don't know. I've heard you do this sound before and yeah. I still, I think it's cooler than you give it credit <laughs> Thank for. Thank you very much. I think I, I think I saw it happen in Dumb and Dumber. I think Jim Carrey <laughs> says tractor beam and then makes that noise. And then like in the movie theater, I was like, I have to figure out how to make that noise. Is it that you hum while whistling? Yeah. Um. Yeah. You, you go like, ooh, as you whistle. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. Am I doing it? <laughs> that is the scariest sound I've ever heard. Oh. 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 Hearing that next to your ear while you're in bed in a twin bed in like an Airbnb. Oh. 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 It's dead quiet. <laughs> You look over, it's a, it's a, a sweet dog. Oh. And then you're like, still, how did you make that noise? Okay, so it's in the backyard. Okay. A boy heard the same, and I was in the backyard, and the song was the same. Tried to keep his dog quiet, but the dog sang out louder than ever. Lynchy, kinchy, kali, mali, dingo, dingo. Soon the boy heard the singing again. Now it was coming down the chimney. Oh, that's scary. Scary. That really is scary. I feel like we skipped a step and could have had some scary like roof stuff, but maybe ultimately at this point it's like. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I agree that a step where we hear some clattering on the roof would have been really fun. I think that, that it also then begs the question of like, how's this head? Like the physics of how this head is up there. You I think know? if we heard some rolling on the wall oh. and then up the roof, mm -hmm. that uh, maybe then kids would have done drugs because it would be too scary. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that a, a conversation that happened during the writing of these books was like, is this so scary that kids will do drugs? And yeah. like, how do we strike that balance? Right. Are, are they trying to undo the memory or is it so they, they can like go back and spirit quest the memory into something positive? Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to go in and help these ghosts. <laughs> right. Um, now it's coming down the chimney. Me, Ty Doty Walker. You knew what it was going to be before yeah. I said it. The carrot sang right back. Lynchy, kinchy, kali, mali, dingo, dingo. Suddenly, a bloody head fell out of the chimney. It missed the fire and landed right next to the carrot. The carrot <laughs> took one look and fell over, dead from fright. Fuck the story. <laughs> the head turned and stared at the boy. Slowly, it opened its mouth and, M-dash, parentheses, 
turn to one of your friends and scream, colon, close parentheses. Ah! Very scary. This, okay. Okay. This story really messed me up as a kid. <gasps> yeah, and I think it's because we, so we had a, um, um, uh, an audio cassette of a storyteller telling these stories. What? Yeah. I didn't I, it's know out that. there somewhere. It's on YouTube. You should really listen. No. <laughs> Too scary. Um, I forget the storyteller's name, but he's great. He's like an amazing storyteller. And the tune of how he would sing it really scared me. Because it was an old man. Oh. So he's like he and the the tune to Me Tai Dodi Walker sounded like this. Me Tai Dodi Walker. No. And then when it was the dog, he'd kind of go gruffer, and then he'd go, Lynchy, kinchy, Kali, Molly, dingo, dingo. And that scared me. Like, we would listen to it on, on like, trips in the car, <sighs> and I would pretend to be asleep and and as though I would put one ear up against the seat and my other hand up against, like, I, I just didn't want to hear it. It scared me so much. That's so scary. Um, and when I do tell this, when I did tell the story to my niece, Elise, I did omit the part about the dog dying from fright. You could have just had the dog faint. The dog got a boner? <laughs> it was so scared? <laughs> and she's like, I have less questions about this. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Um, um yeah, and the illustration is a oh. sort of Mike from Breaking Bad with a longer beard, mm-hmm. or like um, what's his name from Game of Thrones, Sir Fuck. Um, <laughs> I Sir really Fuck. thought that was his name for it a was second. Stannis Baratheon's guy who then worked for um, uh, is, I, I, Sir Fuck. Davos. I'm, I'm outing myself in that I didn't watch past the second season because I didn't have HBO Go. That's completely acceptable. Yeah. I just recently watched all of it, <laughs> and I'm now presenting like someone who uh, knows about it. I always thought the head should be played by Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, it's very I can kind see of that. Anthony Hopkins role. Yeah, he's got a, a long beard um, and no head on, no hair on head. Can I tell you this is used in the movie <gasps> so? Effectively, no. I thought for sure I was like, "This is dumb. This is going to be. There's no way they can use it. This is going to be super dumb." And the dog, there's a dog that does not die. Spoiler. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Um, dog does not die, but they're in a police station. If you haven't seen the movie, don't listen to this part. I'm just going to tell it. Come on. Um, I won't like. I won't spoilerize the end of the whole thing. But okay. Um, they have the dog very subtly like the dog is growling at at the fireplace and the police chief's like what's going on and then just barely you can hear the dog say like like it's so artfully done and then when the head falls down the chimney and its eyes open i felt my core be like you got to get out of here like it scared (gasps) it scared me so much for some reason. And whoever the voice actor is who played the head, really good, scary voice. Um, it was, it was, it was, I can't even do it. It was just very good. Uh, but yeah. There was, was a fireplace in a police station? Yeah, which that, I, that in and of itself begs a lot of questions. I, I mean, yeah, I guess we're used to seeing police stations being in new construction buildings, but I guess it's possible. Yeah, perps get cold too. <laughs> Oh, go sit over there. <laughs> We're gonna take your fingerprints and uh, make you some cocoa. Um, that is so scary. So, besides dog death, what what is what is your 
um, antipathy towards this story? Um, I think it involves singing, which I don't like. Mm-hmm. It's a jump scare ending, which yeah. I always, I would be reading it by myself. Right. And I was like picturing uh. a room full of friends and I was like, oh. Yeah. This one can be hard. This one can be hard to tell to kids because after the fun of all them screaming, which is very fun, and then they all laugh, then they're like, but then what happened? And then you're like, that's just the end. And then they're like, because mm, I would tell this one to the, to the campers. They really liked it, but they would always be like, why are you? Did you have the dog die? I would usually say the dog fainted or the dog ran away. That's good. Yeah. You thought Although fast. Seeing, seeing a dog faint is also... I know. I can't picture that. There's that video of the Scotty dog whose owner comes home and it keeps like being so happy to see them and then oh, passing out yeah, and then like really waking up sad. again and then passing out. That's a thing where they have narcolepsy that's affected by getting excited. Oh, God. They pass out. <laughs> There's a, a YouTube video of Rusty the Dachshund who does this. Yes. Rusty the Dachshund. <laughs> um, that's Rusty the Dachshund answering the phone. <laughs> Rusty. I'm a dog. I don't know anything. Um, I've seen Ladybird have seizures before, and it's very spooky. From what? Heat? No. She, I mean, she'll get them, like, a few times a year. And it's, like, if it doesn't happen for a certain length of seizure or, like, more than once a month, you mm. don't even think about medicating it because, like, oh, yeah. then you have to keep them on it forever. Um but it just looks, it like makes me understand why people thought <clears throat> possessions were a thing. Oh, yeah. Because their eyes are open, but they just aren't them. Oh. And it's just like, I don't know, it's very upsetting. Aren't there service dogs for people who have seizures? There's yes. like, what if Ladybird had a service animal? Listen. That was there for when she had seizures. My I mom has said this before. <laughs> She's like pushing me to get a second dog. <gasps> it's very cute. Wow, that is cute. Which, like, I would not—Ladybird would hate that. Right. Oh, my God. It would be kind of a whatever happened to baby Jane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Ladybird is now—she's being dog-sat with her closest enemy, which is a dog named Lemon. <laughs> and <laughs> Lemon looks like Carol Channing. Wow. Um, I know exactly what this dog looks like. Yeah. she Lemon is also—she's got her own basket of um, mental illnesses, I think, mm. and worries. She's a worryful, fearful dog, but she looks socially normal next to Ladybird. <sighs> Um, and Ladybird is not, I wouldn't say she's thrilled, but I do think it's good for her. It's like me going to an event. <laughs> she hates it the whole time. And then she goes home and is like, I'm better now. Yeah. <laughs> I have been improved. Don't make me do that again, but thank you for making me do yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this story, I don't like that it's singing. I don't like the nonsense words. I don't mm-hmm. like that it's all men. I assume the dog is male. Um, I don't like this rich man. Yeah. I don't like that it's grabbing someone. Um, I do think it's scary though. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, it's interesting that there's in, in so much scary story folklore, there's a lot of disembodied heads that are coming to get you. There's like one in the story called me, I carry your basket. Um, there's one in what do you come for? There's like just a lot of like floating heads. I wonder if that was impacted. A lot of these are Irish stories and I wonder if that is impacted by like just people getting executed by the British and having their heads cut off. Did that happen? I think it was... A lot of hangings, which I think people would become uh, decapitated sometimes, from being yeah. hanged. That's my goal. I'm, my goal weight is to not decapitate myself if I'm hung. <laughs> <laughs> I want to carry all my fat in my head and neck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in just the trying off to chance. work it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. People, man, British people suck. 
monarch is a bad system. The lady of the black rod. Yeah. It's like insane. It is. It. I, I don't know how that happens. I guess it's like if you think that if you think that God ordained if like God and a lake and a lake spirit ordained your supremacy like I guess once you buy into that it helps contribute to a lot of craziness. I know. Like the fact that there's an entire branch of government that's just like who you were born under right. is wild. But also then like that's what senators are. <laughs> yeah, it, it, unfortunately. Um, yeah. yeah. It shouldn't <laughs> it shouldn't be that way, but then sometimes we're like, wouldn't it be fun if there was another Kennedy? You know, like just wh- which which Kennedys are left? I know. Well, now it's the Trumps. They're such good. They're Camelot. <laughs> oh god. The fucking yeah, that is a nightmare. It's just there's something comforting to me that we have found the worst family. That I think about that all the time. <laughs> like I don't know that there is a worse group. I don't know like, that there is. At least we know where they are. Yeah, at all times. <laughs> at all times. We have localized them into a we know the house they're in. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's um yeah, it's kind of like You don't like, have to wonder like are they floating around? Are they in my neighborhood? Like no, the news will tell you where they are. Right, they're kind of an Adams family. Like they feel like they were a New Yorker cartoon in the 1930s of like here's bad wealth. <laughs> yeah. You know? And now now they have burst to light like lightning struck the lightning struck the magazine and now they're here. I think it's great. I this think- is a political podcast, everybody. Yeah. So the head is um, Bernie, and the fireplace is the DNC. Uh huh. The dog is Hillary. <laughs> She's trying to tell us the rich man is Trump, and the boy is the American voter <laughs> because he has no one left to root for. Wow. Yeah. Thank um, you for saying it. Yeah, I guess I'm brave. We expect to be getting a call from Crooked Media anytime now um, to do do a co-pro. Scary politics to talk about on the pod. Yeah, and then like you'll be gay and I'll be a woman. Yeah, and that's how it starts. I'm gay. I'm a woman. Listen, that's it. Don't fucking talk. It's a podcast (laughs) called Don't Fucking Talk. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But yeah, so this story, uh, what do you... Yeah, this it like needs to be told around a campfire. You can't just yeah, read it. It's a really I think it's really good for very little kids. Um I think that sometimes you want to admit the fact that the head is bloody, although I guess if the head is disembodied that implies it's it's bloody. Um I am curious. This is one where it's like the Mitai do Oh, can I look at the book yeah, real fast cuz I feel like in the notes sometimes there's like just a little bit of history about oh, yeah. this thing and I feel like this is one that's begging for context, um, and then there's very little information. Oh, it's um, it, the original title of it from like oral tradition is "The Rash Dog and the Bloody Head," which I think is very rash. Rash is an eager or like or, uh, like doesn't think before doing something. Oh, I love this. Okay, I do love this. So, uh, the ending also has been modified slightly. In the original ending, the storyteller pauses after the dog dies, then shouts, Boo! Several children who heard the story didn't think the ending was scary enough. Bill Tucker, 12, and Billy Green, 12, of Bangor, Maine, suggested the change. (laughs) Which is very sweet. Also, those kids are a little too old, though. You know what I mean? Was this a focus group for this particular book? I think so. I think. I mean, I think. What? I think Alvin Schwartz. Alvin Schwartz is like a is like a folklorist, and so I think a big part of this was about collecting and trying out stories. It's um, that oral tradition, man. Mm-hmm. Oh That's. I, I do like that. 
Oh my God. Just two little like little boys from Maine. I know. Um, two 12 year olds. Now, also, now like, 12 year olds would just say, give me all your money. Give me your money so I can buy my vape. My vape wheelie. I want my vapes. Um, this also, it said it was a Kentucky folktale. Oh, Kentucky. Um, so yeah, then I guess kind of, um, Scotch Irish. Yeah. People of the soil. <laughs> people have pulled disappointing vegetables from the ground. <laughs> I do think there are a lot, like Irish people, Irish, and I say this as an Irish American, <laughs> Irish mm-hmm. people love, um, love ghost stories. Uh, and I think it is because, uh, there is sort of a rich tradition of um, maybe becoming inebriated and then and then thinking you see ghosts, you know? Yeah, I'm also Irish American, and I think that's fair. I think also like there's a lot of dread and um, guilt, mm-hmm. which is really just the same thing as a scary story. Yeah. It's like a scary story you tell yourself about <laughs> reality. <laughs> scary stories to tell yourself. Also, like being Catholic is spooky. We've been over that. Oh, yeah. We talked about deeply, this in our last episode. Yeah, deeply spooky. It just, it's ghosts top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Virgin Mary, guess what? She's spooky. And and it's like, if you're, I guess also coming from like kind of pagan Celts, you know? Yeah. Like everything was ghosts. People were dying constantly. There was a whole seat. There was a whole like half of the year where it's like, hey, this is all about death, you know? Yeah. And that's it. Um, it's all bodies. All bodies. Peat bog mummies. We'll have to do an episode about that. Is that, that's not, that's Irish. Yeah. Right? Pete, okay. Pete, yeah. Pete, or Welsh. Mm, Where was Pete it? Peat Moss. I feel like Chris's, Chris's Irish cousins, I feel like are peat farmers. What? Yeah. In Ireland? Yeah. God bless. I know. They like go and they, or like, you know, the big, the like big heaps yeah. of peat that they like roll up. Boy. What is it? Is it? Peat is used for fuel? Yeah. It's like compressed organic material that just dies on top of itself in um, like swamps. Oh, my God. It's like a bad fuel. <laughs> it doesn't get you much. I might be wrong. I apologize. I apologize uh, where do the they Phillips. live? Um, they live in County Mayo. Okay. Uh, and I know that because they're really wonderful and they they like very regularly Facebook uh, message me and Chris, just about, just about, you know, anything. Yeah. Um, and whenever they're, whenever their football team is playing, they say, up oh, Mayo at the end of their messages. Up oh, Mayo? Yeah. Which I think means like, go Mayo. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The words go different. Um, really troubling, uh, some really, speaking of existential dread, uh, Chris and I discovered that our great grandmothers are from the same county and do share the same last name. Um, but we can't. We can't procreate. So that's... So that's great. That's great for us. There needs to be more gay incest. I don't think there's enough. (laughs) (laughs) Cancel me. Canceled. Um, Yeah. Although Gallagher is a super common name. You know what I mean? There must be. I mean, also there are... Ireland is so small. So anyone who's like, you know... If you're if you're Irish and you're and you have a child with an Irish person, like, sorry. At some point you had sex with your cousin. It's the same... It's all the same. <laughs> it's an island. What are you going to do? A, isn't it like isn't it like the size of Massachusetts or something insane? It's really small. Yeah. I yeah, I was there 2 years ago for a comedy festival and I was like, "Well, how long would it take me to go there?" And it was literally like 3 hours to go the entire <laughs> island on like a train. That is wild. Yeah, I always I always think of it as being so much bigger than it is. It's very so, small. So many people are like, "I'm Irish," you know. Yeah. 
Um, that's because we can't stop. We make <laughs> ourselves. We make ourselves. It's our, yeah, that's kind of our uh, genetic superpower, I guess. Okay, so let's just, let's get some stats. So, Mitai Dodi Walker, on a scale one to 10, how scary is this? Um, I find it. I find it very scary. I think distant singing is frightening. I think animals suddenly displaying the ability to speak is frightening. I think disembodied heads are scary. Um, I would place it a seven. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think seven is exactly right. I yeah. think uh, it scares me. Yeah, the head floating in the woods is frightening. All the visuals are scary. Very. This is sort of the benefit of oral storytelling is that it's always going to be scarier in your head than you would make it mm. on screen. Mm-hmm. Although I say that having not seen the movie. I can't wait for you to see it. Um, great. Um, before we go, what's something scary that happened to you this week, Anna? Oh, um, do you have one? I do, I do have one. It's kind of a bummer. Um, well, okay. So I saw it chapter two this week, right. which was fun and bad. I, I had a great time. It's uh-huh. like everyone did a good job. It's just that that book is very good and cannot be made into a movie. It, it, sure. Everything is so earnest and um, zoomed out at parts Yeah, uh, that it, I was always like, it's impossible to make this into a, a good movie. Everyone's trying their best. Really good actors. Stephen King has an awesome cameo. He's very funny <gasps> in it. He plays a balloon. He plays, he plays a perfect main, uh, like tchotchke store owner. It's great. Um, but good. the, so there's been a lot of controversy over the opening scene of the movie, which is from the book, I believe is the first chapter of the book, which is like, uh, uh, two gay guys in Derry, Maine, where the scene takes place, get gay bashed and one of them gets killed and uh, taken by Pennywise the Clown. And uh, the movie opens with that scene. And I've heard a lot of people say, like, I don't want to I don't like I'm here to see a dumb movie and I don't want it to open with a gay bashing. And I understand that. I also am like. I don't know if it was omitted from the – like, I don't know if it was omitted from the movie, like, you know, whether there would be criticism of that as well. I agree that it was, like, kind of a really harsh way of starting into the movie. But um, um, but it was a packed movie theater, huge movie theater. And then when the two guys – they, like – they're at a carnival and one of them gives um, their prize they won to, like, a little girl who won the prize. And it's, like, a sweet moment. And then they kiss and then a – Full grown ass woman behind me, truly on full voice, went, Ugh. <gasps> and I was like, "Oh, that sucks." She was horny. <laughs> that was her coming. <laughs> she loves slash fan fiction. She wasn't expecting to be oh, horny. <laughs> that's how I'm going to force my brain to process that because I was like, and and she kind of made that noise, and like no one reacted to it, and I was like, "Oh." This sucks. Like if I had seen that movie, if I had seen that movie and she had not made that noise, um, I think I think I would have had a very different experience watching the movie. And then she made that noise. I was like, oh, right. There's a lot of work to be done. Um, So I don't know that. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like I wasn't like scared um, in a delighted way. I was sort of like scared of the state of society. Sure. It's a pendulum. We're going back the other way. Um, (laughs) Was it Cindy? Perchek, who said when Trump won. Oh, my God. Why are you upset, Andrew? You'd love the camps. Yeah. Cindy Perchek, who is a gay friend of ours, um, (laughs) the night, like moments after Trump had been declared president and we were at a comedy show. God help all of us. Um, And just the whole air was sucked out of the room. And I like was sitting in the green room and and she just came up to me and said next to me and was like, hey, hey, it's going to be fine. 
we're going to love it at the camps. And it just was <laughs> the darkest, funniest thing I've ever heard. And I still, Cindy, if you're listening, I still want us to write a show called We're Going to Love It in the Camps. Oh, my God. About us trying to be cheery amidst this national Effortless. Um, so great. Yeah. Um, How about you? I guess it's less something spooky that happened to me and more like in spooky news. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, I would argue that Lana Del Rey is spooky. (gasps) Yeah. Her new album is incredible. Yes. I can't stop listening to it. Very witchy. It's super witchy. She's a haunted YouTube video about skateboarding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But also like (laughs) a rooftop restaurant that you can't get into. Oh, that's good. Um, I love that Lana (laughs) is your spooky thing of the week. (laughs) She's my spooky thing of the week. She's my queen. Mm. If I were a teen, I would do a murder for her if she she asked. She should play the the ghost in the illustration from the haunted house. Oh. For Halloween. That's great. Isn't that good? (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. But like oh. if the ghosts were like a really good songwriter, leave me alone. <laughs> oh, leave all of us alone. Leave all of us alone. Anna, uh, thank you so much for reading that spooky story. Andrew, thanks for hearing it. And to all of you listeners, thank you for continuing to recommend us and subscribe and make sure to review. Yeah, that's always nice. But do a good one. Yeah. Because we like good. Do a nice one that compliments us. Otherwise, we'll freaking choke <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at scary story underscore pod uh, well everybody it's come that time of the podcast for us to tell you to get, get out. out forever dog this has been a forever dog production executive produced by dog. Brett Boehm Joe Cilio and Alex Ramsey for more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.